Okay, we are on day number 102, 102 of 180 day growth plan and uh, continuing with understanding about spiritual warfare. And really we're talking about deliverances for those who are desperate. Uh, we just don't go around running around delivering everyone from demonic uh, oppression and possession. Few people are fully possessed. Most people are oppressed or demonized or have demonic influences in their life. But the point we want to make today is that when a devil is cast out of a person, and if that person does not fill the house with the presence of God, or become committed to the things of God, right? That person is considered to have a vacant house, okay? So the devil was cast out. Those devil, that devil or those devils will return with seven more devils that the Bible describes are more evil, more vicious, more worse than that one. So there, there are degrees of influence, um, destruction, that demonic um, spirits bring, but they would come back and inhabit that person or that house and actually make things worse. So for instance, someone was involved in committing adultery. Those demons were cast out, but that person then went back to adultery again. Now those demons would bring even more or their, of their demonic friends back into that person to reclaim that person as their property. Now, that person is more enslaved than they were in the beginning. That person actually can end up being possessed by a legion of demons. So deliverance is not something to play with. Deliverance is a miracle gift that is given to us by God so that we can serve him. Deliverance is not just some relief package like a spiritual aspirin to relieve the pain of a headache without finding out the cause of the headache. The scripture, Mark chapter 5 verses 1 through 19. I'm going to read through the scripture today and um, as much as we can, please make sure you connect with the next um, recording or presentation of this. So whoever shares the um, this MP3 with you, make sure you get 103, all right? Mark chapter 5, 1 through 19. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. Verse 2 says, And when he was come out of the ship, they're talking about Jesus coming out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. And by the way, we are witnessing this type of demonic behavior happening in so many different arenas that very often end up in uh, horrible tragedies and deaths and all kind of things happening along that line that people 
are not allowing any kind of societal restrictions to um, control their behavior. It says in verse number four, because he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. So he was beyond the, the reach of the psychological tactics and behavior modification, you know. I'm a big believer in behavior modification, but I also understand that there's a demonic agenda that usually psychology uh, does not recognize. There, there are evil demonic spirits that get involved with people and cause them to do some things that it doesn't matter what you try to do from behavior modification. Probably the closest thing we would see today to that would be a psychopath, somebody who is set on doing wrong, getting their evil agenda across, and it doesn't matter to them how many people they hurt, how much damage they do. And very often, they are dressed up and make it look nice and neat and still will kill and destroy. Still will, will kill you and take your stuff. Will kill you and take your ID. Will do things like that to hurt and maim you as long as they get what they want. Okay? And then the Bible says, verse number 5, And this uh, demon, uh, demonized individual was always night and day. He was in the mountains and in the tombs. He was crying and cutting himself with stones. Interesting thing the Bible mentions cutting here. Um, from a psychological standpoint, many cutters, individuals who have cut themselves, today have said that they have cut themselves to experience the pain of the cutting to relieve the total pain, the ultimate pain that would lead them to taking their life. In other words, cutting was a relief valve expressing the utter anguish that was on the inside. And it was actually a way of staying alive by releasing the pain through the cutting. The Bible said he would cut himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus, here we go, verse number six, and, and, and isn't that what it's all about? Isn't that what spiritual warfare is all about? It's not about them seeing you or seeing me. It's about seeing Jesus in you. Man, when my children see Jesus in me, when my enemy sees Jesus in me, that's when things change. You got it? Verse number six. And when he saw Jesus afar off, what did he do? He ran and worshipped him. Now, his behavior was all still. You see in verse number 7 of Mark chapter 5. Because it says, he cried with, cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God, that thou torment me not. Wow. So the man's behavior was that he ran and fell in front of Jesus. What was coming out of his mouth was basically saying, get rid of, you know, Jesus, get rid, get out of here. Don't want you around. Don't want you near me. So listen, what was talking were the demons. Please hear this. 
in spiritual warfare. Do not get distracted and caught up with what people say and what people do because that is the demonic forces driving the person's behavior in that direction. Don't charge it to them. Charge it to the devil. The real enemy is the devil behind that. So the fact someone cursed you out, hey, someone called you this, that, and the other names that you've never been called or maybe you've been called before. And you know what is funny about a demonic attack somebody's talking about? They will, they, will, they will say things to you that the devil knows hurts you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They will say things to you. That's why we have to put on the full armor of God. Amen. So here's the man crying out like that. But Jesus was looking at his heart, looking at what was really going on in his life. And Jesus stayed focused. Verse number eight, for he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is thy name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Now, Jesus talked to the man, but it was the demons who responded. The man's name was not Legion. The demon organization, the structure holding that man was Legion. And Jesus dealt with it. Oh, yes, he did. So, Father, I thank you. And as we, by your grace, will continue uh, looking at this passage and getting an understanding about demonic possession and how it is overcome through the power of God. I thank you that you are helping us to really focus on lifting up Jesus. Hallelujah. That we are not, we're not the enemy of uh, Republicans or Democrats or Libertarians or Communist, Socialists, all of that. Whatever title you can give people, white, black, racist, um, anything, whatever you can give. We are fighting a spiritual battle, and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We thank you, Jesus, for setting our hearts and minds in the right place so you can use us to deliver your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank the Lord. Make sure you get the next one coming. All right? God bless you.